0: Today I'm gonna share with you a powerful lesson from Dale Carnegie from an old book that's not how to inference and influence people. The lesson is four questions that you can use to overcome any business challenge. And before we get into it, did you know that I used to be a DJ? Like I, I still do it a little bit just kind of as a bedroom slash office, home office thing that I do. Uh, but when I started out as a DJ around the year 2000, when I first got my equipment, I would go and I would spend hours at the local record shop like digging through crates of vinyl. And in fact, there's this term for people who are DJs or music producers looking for samples. And it's crate diggers, like people who are just digging through all the stuff, just looking for nuggets of gold. And sometimes I feel like that's what I still do today in the context of business advice and wisdom and insights and perspectives to share with you here in Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. Yes, a lot of this comes through my own experience, but a lot of what is activated, like what what I find activates my experience. It activates like memories and insights and things that I can share with you. By looking through these old books, I get I, I, I have just a, a brand new aha moment that I can bring to you. And that's what happened with this. So I recently picked up I was I was looking for an audiobook copy of Dale Carnegie's How to Win Friends and Influence People. And it's something it's a book I've read a few times already, but recently I just thought, I want to go through it again, but I want to go through it in my audiobook. And so on Amazon I found a two-for-one. Actually, in Audible, I found a a two-for-one. There's also a Kindle version of this of How to Win Friends and Influence People and another Dale Carnegie book, which I, I hadn't been through, which is How to Stop Worrying and Start Living. And this particular lesson, today's lesson, The Four Questions to Overcome Any Business Challenge, came out of that second book, How to Stop Worrying and Start Living. So that's what we'll cover today. These are the proven direct response, marketing, copywriting, and entrepreneurship success strategies you can use today to write your own ticket and create the life you want. I am Roy Furr, and this is Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. Now, here's today's breakthrough. Quick reminder before we dive into today's content, Breakthrough Marketing Secrets is sponsored by BTMS. Insiders, which is my private training library for copywriter entrepreneurs and marketers. There's over 150 hours of content on copywriting, marketing, entrepreneurship strategy, all the things that make you successful as a copywriter entrepreneur. And you can check out the link in the description to learn more. So, how to Stop Worrying and Start Living, and the Four Questions to Overcome Any Business Challenge. So I was, I was digging into Dale Carnegie's work, and uh, one of the things that he emphasizes there is a lot of worry comes from ruminating on problems and not solving problems. And there's this emotional feedback loop that comes from that, like, oh, I, I I'm I'm worried about this problem, and so I'm feeling these emotions, and so I worry more about the problem, and so I'm feeling these emotions, and I'm worried about this problem and I feel more of these emotions but I'm not actually doing anything. I'm not trying solutions. I'm not failing at solving it or succeeding at solving it because all that I'm really doing is worrying instead of focusing on what I can control right now, which is my behavior in this moment. And so a lot of this a lot of this book is about like kind of recognizing and getting those emotions in check and then figuring out what you can actually do in this moment. Which, I mean, this goes back thousands of years to like the ancient Stoics, to ancient Buddhists, to Christian philosophers, like it it, it goes back to wisdom traditions all over the world to recognize that there's a lot of things that are outside of our control and we need to accept that those are outside of our control. And there are a few things that are in our control in this moment and that's what we need to focus on. And things like the future are outside of our control. Things like the past are things that we can't control anymore. They happened, right? But we can control what we're doing right now. And so inside of this big book about how to stop worrying and start living, There's a whole chapter on how to eliminate 50% of your business worries, and he told the story of this person who basically had the, like every day was full of these meetings of people complaining about the challenges inside their business. And he instituted this policy of, before we're gonna meet about any problem or challenge, I want you to actually sit down and I want you to write out the answers to these four questions, four questions. What is the problem? What's the cause of the problem? What are all the possible solutions of the problem? And what solution do you suggest? So in the course of these meetings, basically what people were doing was saying, uh, here's a problem, let's try and solve it in this meeting. right? I'm having this problem. Uh, can we, what, what can we do to solve it in, in this meeting? And what this this person realized and then later shared with Dale Carnegie, was that if he got the people on his team to answer these questions before the meeting, a lot of times they would actually do most of the problem solving work themselves. They were very capable of doing it. They were just too enraptured in the worry and making the like worried about making the wrong decision and worried about the problem, et cetera. They were too lost in all of that to actually sit down and say, what can we do to maybe solve this problem? What what actions can we take? Now, I specifically don't... i I talk about problem in the context of you have to understand the problem, but in the context of like really resonating with somebody's subconscious mind, problem has a certain negative connotation that I like to stay away from, or at least couch inside some other language here. And so... My rewording of these questions are what's the challenge, problem, or issue? What's the challenge problem or issue? So it doesn't I don't have to admit that I have a problem. Right? Uh, no, this is just an issue. This is just a challenge, right? It's not a problem that I have, right? I don't have to admit that I have a problem. What's causing the challenge? What potential solutions are there? And what specific solution will I try first? What what's the challenge, problem or issue? What's causing the challenge? What potential solutions are there, and what specific solution will I try first? So you can actually do this as part of a meeting process. And in fact, more recently, there's a book, Traction, by Geno Wickman that, that actually has, an uh, they call it the IDS meeting process, that really is this. It, it's doing this actually in a meeting. So I stands for issue, let's define the issue Right? D stands for discuss. Let's discuss potential solutions. And S stands for solve. Let's take a specific next action in order to solve this problem. So, issue, discuss, solve, IDS. It's really going through that same thinking process. Like, it's a very, very universal thinking process. It's not that complicated of a thinking process, but it is effective. It's about clearly defining the problem and defining what actions we can take to try to solve it. There's another, like inside Toyota, there's the five whys technique that came about when they were having problems on the manufacturing line at Toyota. The first thing that they would do would identify, okay, there's this problem that we see on this manufacturing line, right? And then they would ask why. Up to five times until they found the root cause. So, like, oh, this problem, is, this this part is coming out with imperfections in like one out of five cases. Okay, why is that happening? Well, something is happening at this previous step that is actually creating the actual imperfection. Oh, but why is that happening? Well, there is an issue with maybe the the robotic arm or the power tool that's actually, um, that's actually doing that step where the inf- imperfection occurs. Okay, why is that happening? Oh, because um, the lubricant of that particular piece of equipment is not um, is is dirty, right? Oh, why is that happening? Because we don't have a regular enough schedule for um, for cleaning out and relubricating that particular piece of part. So, um, and, and then like you identify, okay, if we if we adopt a more regular schedule for cleaning out and relubricating that piece of equipment, then we can see if that actually leads to a lower incidence of the imperfection on the manufacturing line. So five whys, it's the same thing though. It's like problem, why is it occurring, why is it occurring, why is it occurring, why is it occurring, and then you identify what can we do about it. Charles Kettering, back in the early 20th century was the GM head of research and his name, you may be familiar with Kettering, right? Um, But but he has this, this saying that you are certainly familiar with that is a problem well stated is half solved. A problem well stated is half solved. So no matter which one of these approaches you apply, it really is all about defining the problem, identifying what's causing the problem or what's leading to the problem, what's leading up to the problem, considering potential solutions, and then picking one clear next action. And um, considering the solutions, it's great if you can actually consider multiple different solutions. And then you decide, okay, this one is the one that has like the most pros, the least cons, the most likelihood of success, the least uh, likelihood to run into challenges. And you can actually do this as a thought exercise. You can think through, okay, what's going to happen if I try this solution? What's going to happen if I try this solution? What's going to happen if I try this solution? And, and consider the, the potential outcome of these different solutions. And then you just try one. You, you have to ultimately what it comes down to is you define that next controllable physical action step that you're going to take to try to implement a solution to the problem. And I only say try there like you're going to implement a potential solution. The question is, is that solution going to work? And if it doesn't, then maybe you go back to your list or maybe you have some new evidence that suggests maybe a different solution or something else, right? It may redefine the problem for you. Uh, but again, What's the challenge, problem, or issue? What's causing the challenge? What potential solutions are there? What specific solution will I try first? And it is all about providing some clarity and definition around the problem itself and then thinking through the process required to solve the problem and what you can actually do about it right now. And by the way, like I've talked in the context of business meetings here because that's where Dale Carnegie uh, recommended actually implementing this process, but this is something that you can do yourself. You know, I have I have a journal sitting here, right, right here on my desk, and I consider this to be the ultimate self-help book. The ultimate self-help book. Uh, because for all the self-help books and personal development books and everything that I've read, my journal is the ultimate self-help book because I can sit down and I can write out answers to these questions and I can actually help myself solve problems. And so you can do this yourself as well with, for example, your journal. When you actually write by hand, there is a certain power to that. Even writing with a keyboard, you are required to kind of organize your thoughts, think through your thoughts, reflect on your thoughts, all of that. There is a power to writing it out with a with a keyboard, but there's an even greater power to writing it out by hand. And I don't know exactly what it is, but there is research that says that handwriting interacts with the brain in a different way than the keyboard, probably because we've been doing handwriting for a lot longer as a species. But there is a power in writing it out and having a journal or even a piece of paper to just go through these questions and answer them. And then when you do this often, you tap into something that's even more powerful. And that is that you teach your subconscious mind that you are capable of solving problems. So like this original person that Dale Carnegie used as an example of, uh, of, of, actually solving half of your business worries, solving 50% of your business worries, the, the whole proof point there was that this guy's number of meetings that he had to attend related to problems or challenges in his business went down by 50%. And even in the context of the meetings that he was attending now, suddenly he actually had, suddenly the process was more of, hey, uh, like let me share the answers to these problems, like or to these questions. Here's the problem, here's what we think is causing the problem, here's what the possible solutions we've considered and here's our number one suggestion. And then he can just like sign off on the action plan for that. And what happened there was that he was training his staff to be problem solvers. And if you do this yourself, you're training your subconscious mind to help you solve problems. And that is a super powerful thing. In fact, I recently did training inside BTMS Insiders that was all about training your subconscious success mechanism. And one of the things that I underscored there is doing things like this in your journal is one of the most powerful ways that you can re, like, rewire your brain and get your brain working in different ways, get your conscious mind and your subconscious mind working in different ways and working together towards achieving whatever goals it is that you want to achieve. And so if you'd like to check that out, there's links in the description again to BTMS Insiders as well as that specific training on training your subconscious success mechanism. And I'll include a link to the the audiobook and kindle version through amazon of the dale carnegie 2 in 1 pack on how to win friends and influence people and how to stop worrying and start living all of that is in the description of this episode i'm roy fur this is your daily episode of breakthrough marketing secrets where i aim to help you uncover and grow your inner marketing genius one episode at a time i look forward to seeing you again in the next episode see you soon bye